0: Guys, in honor of Veterans Day, I'm just going to let these military themes play out just in respect of uh, those who have served and those who are serving. Thank you so much to the service of our country. We appreciate it and are indebted to you. thank you guys for your service those who have served and those who still are serving in our armed forces uh, we are indebted to you and wouldn't be able to enjoy the freedoms we have without you guys so god bless um but it is obviously veterans day however it is saturday too and that means it's college football time one of my favorite times of the week Uh, It's always a blast just tuning in and seeing what great games we have and actually last night there was a pretty good game going on in the Pac-12 while most of us were probably asleep. The Huskies and the Stanford Cardinal did battle in Palo Alto, California. The ninth ranked Huskies came in still with playoff aspirations. They knew they had to win out to have any chance of going to the college football playoff and that did not happen stanford pulls off the upset 30 to 22 over the washington huskies and uh, as a result the huskies are out of playoff contention now uh we look at some of the stats of what happened i i was pretty shocked that stanford was able to pull this off simply because of how one-dimensional they looked against washington state last week coogs basically bottled up bryce love held him to 69 yards on 17 carries only one of those carries went for 52 yards. Otherwise, he would have been 17 carries for 15 yards. Uh, and He just had a rough day, and so I thought the Huskies were going to have the same game plan coming into this. That was not the case, unfortunately, for them, as Bryce Love came back into old form as he broke off 166 yards rushing with three touchdowns on the day, averaging 5.5 yards per carry on 30 carries. So he he bounced back into his form and the Huskies defense was not able to do anything about it. KJ Costello, the quarterback who couldn't complete anything last week against the Cougs he did just enough. 16 to 27, 211 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. So he was a good game manager for the Cardinal. And it looks like they just got whatever they wanted offensively as far as rushing is concerned. And then defensively, they did an excellent job containing Jake Browning, 17 to 23, 190 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Miles Gaskin had a great day, 18 carries, 120 yards, and three touchdowns. So both running backs had a a great day rushing the ball. Unfortunately for them, it was not enough in their playoff hopes, as well as most, basically the Pac-12's hopes of playoffs is crushed. So Stanford, As a result, they are still in contention for the Pac-12 North, all eyes shift now to Washington State at Utah today. The Cougs have the chance to stay even with Stanford, move to 9-2 on the season, and and move to uh, see what their conference schedule would be here. Bear with me, guys. Does not have the standings. That's always convenient. Let's go back up here and see what the standings look like. Well, I'm just gonna have to search out the conference itself apparently. Thanks a lot, internet. Independence, Mid American, Pac-12. Finally, so the Cougs right now sit at five and two in conference play. Stanford. Six and two in conference play, so the Cougs obviously need to win today to move up to six and two as well, and then move to nine and two on the season. And then all that stands before them would be the Apple Cup, and that would decide uh, on Washington State's end. Who, you know, if Washington State beats Washington, they have the tiebreaker against Stanford because they beat Stanford head to head. So that's what the situation we're looking at for Washington State. Moving on, uh, there's a lot of great games spread across the NCAA today, a lot of them with playoff implications. Uh, we'll start off with Ohio State taking on Michigan State. Nobody thought Michigan State would be where they are today, especially coming off of a 3-9 and nine season last year. And now here they are, 7-2 and two on the season, just like Ohio State. Both of them come in at 5-1 and one in their conference. So this is for the Eastern Division of the Big Ten. Whoever wins today, basically it takes control of their own destiny. So Michigan State's defense has been phenomenal all season. I look for this game to be a very low-scoring affair, grind-out affair. Uh, The fact that it is at home in Columbus gives the Buckeyes a slight edge in my opinion. But some about these Spartans, I just like I got to go with Michigan State in this one to beat the Spartan or the Buckeyes. And it looks like it has just kicked off in Columbus. That game is finally underway. It looks like we have some other games starting across the country as well. Moving on, Oklahoma State travels to Iowa State to take on the Iowa State Cyclones. Oklahoma State coming off of that shootout loss to Oklahoma in Bedlam, 62 to 52. I look for Iowa State to capitalize on that. Iowa State has two big wins this year—one against Oklahoma, we all saw, and then they beat TCU when TCU was still in the running for the College Football Playoff. So I got—I'm going to go with the Cyclones. I like them at home beating an Oklahoma State team that is kind of knocked back on its heels right now. Their defense is atrocious. Look for the Cyclones to get it done today. Moving on, a big one in the SEC: Georgia taking on Auburn. And Georgia comes into this game actually not favored by Vegas. Vegas gives Auburn a 51% chance of winning today. And that is the first time in a while I've seen a number one team come into this game uh, not favored. So these two teams are very similar. Both have very good defenses. And then their run games have both been excellent as well. So it's going to be a very interesting game to take a look at here. The key here for me is Auburn's offense. Either in in this, the way Auburn is kind of built to me, is it either their offense works and everything works, or nothing works. So the key to me is their offense because Auburn's defense is one of the most sound and dominant defenses in the country, and I think they're going to keep Georgia. Under 31 points today. Georgia's offense usually gets whatever they want thus far this season. I don't think that's going to be the case today. I think the defense from Auburn will keep Georgia in check. Um, and uh, Georgia plays at one of the more slower tempos in the tempos in the country. Excuse me. Auburn should make enough stops to keep the dogs at 31 or lower. So again, Auburn's offense has to come in check today. Uh, in the two losses, Stidham completed just 22 of 50 passes for 244 yards and an incredible 14 sacks. 11 of those came against Clemson uh, and then against LSU too. So uh, We'll have to see what, he, what Auburn's able to do offensively. If they do come out guns a-blazin' on offense, I like Auburn. But if not, if Georgia's defense able to keep them in check, look for the Bulldogs to take this one today. I think Georgia has a slight edge as far as having a little bit more room for error just on their sheer talent. Auburn, on the other hand, I think needs to come out uh, swinging. And I could see Auburn jumping out to a 10 nothing, 14 nothing lead, simply feeding off that crowd energy. So well, it's, it's going to be an interesting game for sure, and one you'll, you're going to want to tune in on Moving on, there's some other excellent games. Uh, There's also 25th ranked Iowa coming off of a dominating win uh, against Ohio State, traveling to Madison, Wisconsin to take on the Badgers. Badgers come in ranked sixth currently, but they still have a shot at the playoff. They're undefeated. People knock them for their schedule, but I think it's pretty comparative to Alabama's schedule. So it... If Wisconsin's able to get the job done today, which I think they will, Iowa hasn't had much success on the road, uh, Wisconsin will have themselves a top 25 win. Uh, I've got Wisconsin coming out on top in Madison today. Elsewhere, let's take a look here, Alabama and Mississippi State, I expect the tide to roll in that one. Mississippi State just won't be able to put up the points necessary to contend with the tide, and the tide... I'll give them the. I'll give them this. The Tide have looked like the best team in the country. When all is said and done, they they're just very impressive defensively and offensively. The athletes they have on that team is incredible. So it's they obviously have a bye week coming up next week as they take on Mercer, which I think is a joke and something the NCAA maybe needs to address as far as a Power Five team scheduling a team that week late in the season. But in any case, uh, Alabama, I've got them beating Mississippi State today. Another game, Oklahoma and TCU. Oklahoma still alive in the playoff race, uh, which nobody thought they would be after that early season loss to Iowa State. Yet here they are, ranked number five, coming off that huge win at Oklahoma State. 62-52, to Baker Mayfield threw for 595 yards in that game. Uh, I, Oklahoma's defense needs to make some more stops, however, Um, They did just enough last week, but TCU's offense brings their own set of skills and weapons. uh, Namely, Kenny Hill, who's able to both run and pass. So Oklahoma faces another good offense. And TCU's defense is a lot better than Oklahoma State's defense. Gary Patterson, that's one of the things he's known for down in Fort Worth is his defensive coaching ability. So. This is a toss up for me. Um, the fact that it's in Norman gives Oklahoma the better edge. Uh, but I could see this going either way. Uh, for the heck of it, I'm going to go with TCU just because Gary Patterson's defense, I think, will make just enough stops. And then the game of the week Notre Dame and Miami. Seventh ranked Miami is undefeated. They just beat Virginia Tech and blowout fashion. Notre Dame comes into this one undefeated on the or not undefeated excuse me that the one loss to Georgia. Uh, they come in this one rolling. Uh, this game has could be very interesting to me and I'll tell you why. Miami comes in with one of the best front sevens defensively in the country. They have the most tackles for losses in the country, and they only allow 17.6 points per game. That's 12th in the FBS, so one of the best defenses and one of the most athletic, most hard-hitting defenses Notre Dame's going to come across. Uh, on top of that, they force turnovers, so I think the, the battle is really going to come down to Notre Dame's offensive line and their ability to force their will on Miami. Because when Notre Dame's offensive line is able to get to the second level, Winbush, the the athletic quarterback who has over 600 yards rushing, may I add, and those athletic running backs from the backfield, Notre Dame will get whatever they want and they'll put up points quick. Uh, Notre Dame, is uh, the way their offense is set up is they are a power run team. They uh, will hand the ball off two, three, four straight times, and then they will hit you with play action pass or a deep pass right over the top of, you, top of you. So the secondary has got to stay honest. Um, it, it's just going to be a very interesting chess match, and one that I think could it could go one of two ways. It could be either a grudge, a very hard fought grudge match where Miami it keeps things very low scoring, keeps things close. Uh, in the 24-21 to 21 range, final score off Notre Dame's offense struggles, that would behoove Miami, and that would be the way Miami gets the win. However, if Notre Dame's offensive line is able to impose their will on the Hurricanes, they're going to, I think Notre Dame would win this one going away, maybe by a score of 35-21, to 42-28, something like that. So it's it's going to come down to the trenches for me. And one that I'm very excited to watch it's great to see it's great to have Miami back coach Rick has this team playing very well and it's good for college football when a program like Miami is elite or considered elite now I don't know if this team has what it takes to win the college football playoff where they would <clears throat> excuse me were they to win today but they're a team that's on the rise they've got a lot of young talent all over that roster so Miami is back and it's a good thing for college football now. If just maybe Texas could uh, get back to that elite level, Michigan come back, um, college football would feel right again. And if my Cougs, you know, could make it to the college football playoff before I die, that'd be great. In any case, those are the games that I have a lot of interest in seeing today. There's a lot of playoff uh, game or playoff implications on the line today. A lot of shakeups could happen. It's college football. It's it, it's awesome. I just can't say enough about how much I love college football. So I'm really excited for today, guys. That's all I got. Um, tune in on Facebook. I'm gonna upload all the best games and best matchups today. It's called You Pick It, spelled exactly like it sounds. Spaces in between. Uh, find us on Facebook. We'll have the best games posted, projections, um, storylines, you name it. It's all there on You Pick It. Um, Other than that, have an excellent Saturday, guys. Have an excellent Veterans Day. I'll try to get in an NFL post tomorrow if I can. Um, Other than that, have a great rest of your day. Go Cougs. This has been Garrison Talk Sports here on Anchor.